Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. The next game is Raiders-Titans. Which of these teams, if either, do you consider to still be a viable AFC playoff contender? So here's the situation there. The Raiders are in a tougher division. Right. So that would make you want to say the Titans, but it just feels like the Raiders are the much better team, you know? But, but I think I have to say Tennessee here because I do think it's a lot easier to get over the way the Titans lost last week than it is what happened to the like, I think it's easier to flush a game where the other team's just so much better than you. You don't nitpick. You don't second guess. You're not up at night, like, wondering, like, what could have been what if. And I just think the Raiders of the first year coach are doing a lot of that. You know, the thing you've said about Tennessee for as much as you've hated them, and we agree on that, is I do think that they they believe in Vrabel. So I think with that game being in Tennessee, like, I think Tennessee's going to put its best game on tape this week. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's enough to beat the Raiders. I think they probably will. Yeah. I, I like that. We don't talk at all before these shows. We just do the outline of the order of the games because um, I, 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 I'm completely aligned with you. The Raiders are better. Like if, if this was a neutral field game and they played 10 times, I think the Raiders would win seven, maybe eight. Like yeah. I, I, I think that they are objectively better, but they have a fatal flaw of they can't protect an immobile quarterback. So that's going to be a problem all year. And they have five more games against the AFC West. And the best team that everybody thought was the best team in the AFC South, the Titans obviously haven't played yet. And they're winless. The Colts have zero Mm -hmm. wins. So, you know, Unless you think the Jaguars are a 10-win team. Which I don't. Which they certainly have to do more to prove that they are. The answer is 
absolutely the Titans. And the gambling markets would say that it's the Titans just for division odds. You know, right. and I'm sure it is the same for make the playoff odds too, right? But like we looked at it at the end of uh, last Sunday's show, like Colts were plus 140 to win the division. Titans were plus 175. So the Titans have a very clean path if they can figure it out. I just don't really believe that they can figure it out. Rams Cardinals, are you buying into Arizona after last week on the other side of that game with the Raiders? No, I think that Kyler is an amazing athlete who would be terrifying to game plan for. Um, but they they don't have a pass rush and they don't seem to have something that they can hang their hat on for consistency on offense. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's a it's a boomer bust operation. And I think the Rams should have blown out the Falcons by two or three scores last week and lost a weird opener to a Bills team where they made a few too many mistakes and looked flat. So like I, I think the Rams easily could be a top five team in the league again. And I don't really see any path for the Cardinals being close to a top 10 team. So I do not think that we're going to be feeling very good about the Cardinals after this one. The line is small. And if Arizona somehow were to win this game, you oh, know, does it change? change? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. they're like a they're like a field goal underdog at home. So what are the implied odds that they have like a 40% chance to win the game? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, well, they, they, and they, that's not they, bad, dude. They, they've played the division tough, right? Like they, they, they play these games. These games are always close. So I don't know it, that, that, that might be part of it, but I just don't think this particular version of the Cardinals defense. Me neither. Look like that. I, I like, I, would you think the Rams would have a like 35 points? Like I, I think the Rams are putting a number yes. on the board. Yeah. So do I. The only devil's advocate thing I want to say about the Cardinals is that if there's ever incentive for them to get motivated to this one, because it's at home and they got embarrassed by this team in last year's playoffs. And then the other thing is the Stafford turnover thing is like a little bit of a concern for me right now. He's thrown interceptions again. And they got around it last year, but I just don't think lightning is going to strike twice for them when their quarterback routinely gives the ball to the other team. So be mindful of that. All right. Here's a division game between two teams that uh, believe they've got a high ceiling this year. Lions Vikings is the winner, a legitimate threat to win their division to win the North. So I, back to what I said about Kirk cousins earlier, I feel like if the Vikings do it, it's like, all right, they took care of business at home against the Lions. Proven they can play games in the division at home and win them. They held the Packers to seven points. Like, all right, they're probably have they have a reasonable chance to be a team that makes the playoffs and probably do do nothing more than that. But I think it's more fun if the Lions somehow win this game. You know, I think the Lions, yes, the Lions. <laughs> that was not the question. No. Okay. So the answer, the real answer is no. Okay. So was, <laughs> yeah. let me go with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It hasn't taken me to abandon the Minnesota, Minnesota bandwagon, but um, so the answer is no, but you know, for betting purposes, I'll probably be on Minnesota. Yeah. I think that Minnesota is going to be my survivor pool play. 
Um, I think. Yep. Because there's just been too big of an overreaction to what happened last week with them. Yeah, exactly. And at Philly in prime time, that stadium was rocking. And Darius Slay, like, somehow got the best of Justin Jefferson. Yeah. That is not something that the Lions look like they're capable of doing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we, yeah. we, we, we saw what Washington was able to do to them in the passing game. So a noon game for Kirk Cousins at home against the team that maybe is getting better defensively. We both like Hutchinson and, and all that. And I, I was high on the lines before the year we've talked about it, but like I was high on the lines for over six and a half wins. I was not high on the lines for any scenario in which they win the North. And I said, after the Packers lost to the Vikings, I still would pick them to win the North. So I don't think either of these teams are going to win the division. I think that'll be Green Bay. But I think that Minnesota is going to put 30 on the board. And and hey, by the way, m- maybe the Lions can too. But like we saw what Green Bay did in Minnesota. Like that's that's a that's a tough environment to play. Those fans normally come out. So I uh I would expect this to be a double digit Vikings win on Sunday. Jaguars Chargers, do you expect LA to win an easy one even with the rib? situation with Herbert no no No, I don't I mean listen man we both picked them to win the Super Bowl you I I think the Chargers are really really good but um Herbert's end of that game was weird and the last report that I saw was that he like the media only saw him hand off in like the open portion of practice and so the other Josh Allen is awesome right and now when he lines up over the left tackle and goes up against Rashawn Slater, that's like a matchup of one of the best young pass rushers and the best young tackles in the NFL. When he goes off right tackle, I feel like that would be a terrifying spot for Josh Allen or for Justin Herbert and, and his ribs. So um, the, the, the Jaguars kicked the shit out of the Colts on both lines last week. Like that was a physically dominant performance. So I feel like it has to at least be in play that they can do that to a Chargers team that is much more talented than them. But um, I do not expect this to be easy given what we saw last week from both teams. So I'm with you. Uh, I think that even though Jacksonville, I think has lost now 18 road games in a, in a row, this is their opening at some point, Trevor Lawrence win a game, where you're at 100% and the other team's young, really good quarterback is probably at about 50. And you're not going to have to worry about hostile environment or any of that that bullshit. LA, that's like a true neutral site. So, I mean, Jets aren't going to travel, so it's not like they're going to turn it into an extra home game. So, I mean, to me, it's they've got an opportunity here to – get a lot of like football like analytics people and nerds have liked Jacksonville as a under the radar sleeper team all off season. If they go to LA, even with the Chargers having no fan base, if they win that game, that's uh, that I mean, I think they'll be the favorites to win the AFC AFC South, Danny. Cuz they'll have the best record and they'll have scored a huge win on the road. Yeah, I mean, they well, they're the third favorite right now. So if you think they're, I mean, unless it's Chase Daniel, I mean, if it's Chase Daniel, then everything I just said goes out the fucking window. But yeah, yeah, 
No, I mean, it's it's, it's obviously a like if the Chargers lose, they're going to chalk it up to a fluke because of Herbert being hurt. If the Jaguars win, they're not going to give a shit if Herbert's hurt. They're going to talk about it as signature win for coach, quarterback, and franchise. Yeah, monkey off the back, let's go. We got that out of the way now. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So it's it's a it's a huge game for Jacksonville and it's a survive and advance game uh for, for the Chargers. So I'm sorry if you have to watch a minute of this one <laughs> that I have to cover. Tech Texans Bears. You think the fighting Lovey Smiths come in here and win? Have you are you gonna play the Lovey angle? Is the Lovey angle an angle that people even give a shit about? No, I didn't think so. The Lovey thing. Is it's so been, far it's, gone. It's, it's been it's been so long, and yep. he. This isn't like Ditka coming back with the Saints or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, and and he he failed at at U of I with the Illini, and uh, Bears fans do have like a little bit of like remorse over you know they fired Lovey after he won ten games, and then since it's been like, you know. Mark Tressman and John Fox and Matt Nagy. Like, so there's definitely like a little, ooh, our bad lovey. Like you, <laughs> you gave us, you know, Erlacher and Tillman and Briggs and a Super Bowl appearance and Hester and four mm-hmm. guys who are Hall of Fame finalists right now with Olin Krutz. Like, you know, it, it, Lovey's the best Bears coach of my life. So, you know, Lovey is thought of favorably, but it was time. So, yeah. It's just kind of everyone's just kind of like happy for him that he's still coaching in the NFL. Like, oh, Grandpa Lovey with the white beard. But this is one of the few games, and arguably the only game, where the Bears can say they have the more talented roster and they're at home. Like the Bears have to win. They they have I mean, and, and compared yeah. to the Niners top five defense in a monsoon. And the Packers at Lambeau at night, maybe top five defense and Aaron Rodgers where they never win. This game is going to feel like playing the JV squad. So I, I'm, a, I'm surprised the line's only two and a half. I maybe it's a sucker bet, but I like the Bears. Yeah, and I think unlike some of the other teams here that we talk about at the bottom, the Bears think they already have their franchise quarterback. So the tanking thing and like considering like a loss being a good thing is not really on the table for them. That's- it is. It is in the Falcon Seahawks game. Yeah, Because I wanted to ask you, if you were a fan of either one of those two teams, would you go into it wanting your team to lose? Where do you come down on that age-old debate? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Of course. I mean... But I'm sure there's some, like, 50-plus-year-old prick at your radio station who's like, you can't root against your own team. That's an affront to being a fan. I'm sure you have one of those guys on your staff at the score. Every yeah, station I mean, does. And, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, everywhere. Uh, and in the <laughs> fan base and whatever. But, like... You know, Seattle obviously has a ton of first-round picks, so they probably feel like they can do whatever the hell they want in the draft. But either way, yeah, but both fan bases should be rooting for cleanest path to best quarterback prospect. You're not winning anything of substance this year. So, yeah, I, I have no problem. Do we even know who the top quarterback prospect is right now? Like, do we even have clarity on it? Like, it was – I remember I was in Cincinnati for a game and it said, like, let's blow for Joe or something like that when Burrow – Right, stuck for luck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that everyone says it's a debate between Stroud and Young, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. I mean, whatever. Like – Yeah. You know, like, 
what you don't want to do is be the when I covered the two and fourteen Chiefs. And Eric well, Fisher's the number one. <laughs> and Eric Fisher's the number one. And yeah, the top four picks, it's like, you know, Dion Jordan or whatever the hell that guy's name was, and Lane Johnson, you know. Uh so yeah, like the you take your shot at a quarterback, and if they suck, you do it again in four years. But that's just that's just how the world works. All right. Last game. Last game. Saints Panthers. Do you feel like your Saints future NFC South champion bet is should you rip the ticket up? Um it was placed on the uh Bet Rivers app. So there would be no reason to print it out and rip it up. It would be ceremonial. Uh if they lose this game, it certainly is. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um my my hope for that beautiful plus 350 ticket is pretty much solely tied at this point to Tom Brady retiring to spend time with his family. Like that's, that's for his old family. Apparently that was interesting on Thursday. Yeah. Did you see that? That he like left Giselle to go hang out with his Bridget Moynihan kid out of wedlock. Yeah. Yeah. He's Tom's got a lot going on, man. (laughs) Tom's got a lot going on. Which actually, in a, in a bizarre way, makes me feel better about myself. Which I know it shouldn't. But when very like famous, like productive members of society have things that stress them out to the point where I feel like they're about to lose it, I feel a tiny bit better about where I'm at in life. Because I am nowhere closer. close to that. Thank you. Danny. <laughs> you're welcome. It only took uh, me to like the sixth podcast for you to share that with everybody. Yeah. Uh, well, I <laughs> okay, mean, Mother Teresa, what's your spin <laughs> on things then? <laughs> uh, I mean, your your response there could have either been thank you or you could have said, yeah, but don't lie. You feel the exact same way. Yeah. Because, of course, I revel in uh, the, the perceived failings of the people who have perfect lives. Um, but yeah, I, I do think the saints will win this game. I I do. I don't think that the Panthers have much going for them. And McCaffrey said he's playing, but showed up on the injury report. So even though Jameis can Jameis all over himself, I, I still, I, I do like the saints pretty strongly in this game. I think that they're in a, in a funny spot situation though where there were so many bizarre endings to games last week I just question how many of those teams are going to be able to compartmentalize the way that they lost and not let them affect and not allow that to affect in the next game like the Browns were able to get over the Jets lost because Mitch Trubisky and Matt Canada came to town okay great you could maybe say the same thing about going to play Baker Mayfield, but I don't know. Like the bad Jameis showing up in the fourth quarter of the game has me like deeply in my they can lose any game like mode. And they've also gotten off to horrible starts or 10 total points in the first half of games so far. So I feel for you. I try to cash that ticket out if you can. You, you and just cut not. your losses. Okay. You, you, you can, but yeah, it's another one of those games where I mean the spread is one. So yeah, you they, yeah. trust me, they they can lose uh like damn near every team 
in the NFL. All right, that's the slate for week three. Subscribe, rate, review. You can tune in to Pony uh, on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. I'm on 670 The Score in Chicago. Share the podcast with a friend. Thanks to our producer, Spencer. We'll talk to you after the games. Sunday night. What is the Sunday night game? Which one's Sunday night? Is it? What is Sunday Cowboys, night? Giants. Oh, no, no. Sunday night's Broncos, 49ers. Yeah, Broncos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Niners. Cowboys, we'll be Niners Monday. Okay, yeah. So we'll, we'll yeah. talk to you after Niners and Broncos. Peace, dude. Cool.